welcome to a new episode of Showing Up Solo. These days, it's not enough to be a small business owner. You also have to be an online marketing expert, an accountant, a website designer, a content creator, and the list goes on. You know how important marketing is, but if you're spending all your time selling your services, how will you have any time left to actually provide them? That's where Showing Up Solo comes in. Showing Up Solo is a video podcast giving you the ins and outs of online marketing from solopreneurs just like you. Tune in every other Wednesday for easy to implement advice, guest experts, and plenty of food analogies. Thanks for tuning in. And now, on to the main episode. of Showing Up Solo. Today, we're joined by the entrepreneurial dad himself, Mr. David Williams, award-winning, multiple six-figure earning business owner. David, we are so thrilled to have you here today. Uh, Just for our audience, could you let them know a little bit more about yourself and what you do? Yeah, of course. Thank you. Firstly, thank you so much for having me both. Um, And it's lovely to hear the accents from across the pond, uh, because I am based down here in South Wales um, in the UK. So, yeah, as, as Hannah has already introduced me, um, my name is David Williams. I am the entrepreneurial dad. Um, I have won numerous awards over the years um, in on, within entrepreneurship, uh, within separate business fields from education all the way through to property. Um, and I work to help business owners around the world improve their efficiency and effectiveness through strategic marketing and business development. The thing that I really, truly believe is that you don't have to be in a massive corporate to have a, an amazing life, to live the things that, that you value. And I talk a lot about freedom and freedom gets mistaken. Freedom is just an ability to choose. That's all it is. So whether I work two days or five days, as long as it's my choice, then that for me is true freedom. And that's where I want to encourage business owners and help them to get to a point where they're making choices that are aligned with their true freedoms. Love that. I love love when you framed it that way, because I think a lot of times people get stuck on needing to work a certain amount of time to make a certain amount of income to be successful. This idea of success is just such a, it's such a, um, it's, it's a false construct, right? Because what does success mean? You know, if if we, if we're always doing it from the external, then we'll never be successful because there'll always be someone who'll go, well, that, that doesn't look like success in my mind. And then it's that validation, that personal validation thing, right? And what I like to talk about when I work with businesses is, what does it mean for you? Like, if what does your freedom day look like? And if your freedom day looks like getting up, going for a swim, taking your kids to school, having a coffee with a friend, doing a bit of work that you enjoy, then picking your kids up, taking them to the park, having a barbecue by the beach, then let's work towards that. Like, that's your freedom day. I love that. I love that. Like for me, like success is working because I want to, not because I have to, you know? And that, like you said, it's a choice that I choose to have a business and to be a business owner and I choose to work and I can always choose not to. And um, I love that idea. Yeah, I can agree more. 
So I think um, go on. I was just gonna I was just gonna say um, the reason we invited you here today um, is because Nicole and I have both experienced a couple of your your master classes. <laughs> um, I've i even tuned into a few of your clubhouse rooms uh, back when everyone was clubhousing. <laughs> yeah, remember those days. Yeah, and um, just you when we were thinking of someone to come in and talk about leveraging Facebook groups for marketing, we thought of you. We thought we have to get David on. So we would love to just um, pick your brains on Facebook and the power of using Facebook groups. Facebook is firstly, let's, let's really cut it, cut the, the, the most important bit. Facebook isn't a social media company. So let's let's get it out in the open. Facebook is a data company, and it has some of the best data in the world, right? So once we understand that essentially Facebook is like this huge database, then it allows us to think about it more strategically and think about how we can use Facebook to lev and leverage, which is exactly the right word, because we're leveraging time, we're leveraging our um, often our fi financial um, input in the best way possible. And the great thing about Facebook being a database is that whilst it is this, this huge collection of data, what they've done really well is they've overlaid this beautiful um, in, you know, interface. So like just like you know, uh, Apple does and Microsoft does with their, um, their UI, like how you use it, Facebook just did a really good job placing this beautiful user interface over this awesome database. And we start to think about groups then as filters within the database, right? So you put all your data in and like, I like, I like being outdoors. I like um, camping. I like swimming in the sea. I love wild swimming. I love being in mountains. And so I've kind of ticked all these boxes, right, in the database. And now I can filter and find groups of other people who also tick those same boxes. And it, we create our mini communities. And that's what Facebook does amazingly well. It gives us an opportunity to create community. And so I was saying to you guys before we got on air, and um, I was stopped by Hannah. <laughs> you need to tell people this. Don't waste, um, don't waste the really don't good waste analogy. Like, don't waste. It's really good. <laughs> <laughs> we love so, magic. <laughs> yeah. So Facebook groups are just like community hall, community square of old, where you had the the person that said, I said you know, the person who would be like they'd be selling the fruit over here and someone else would have the haberdashery and someone else would be the shoemaker and and all these people would interact and it, the the value of that marketplace wasn't any of the individuals it was bringing all the people together in one place so that they could trade so that they could talk and a lot of the power of Facebook groups is not so. I'm not a religious person, but you, if you hear the expression, you know, um, God gave you two ears and one mouth, listen twice as much as you speak, right? Never more true than when you're online. Because when you start to understand what the Facebook groups are about, if you listen twice as much as you interact, you will double at least the amount of positive interactions you have. Wow. The, now, the reason for this, you must have been to like in-person networking meetings, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Those you know the person? In-person networking. Or, yeah. or the, 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 the COVID alternative where it's a, where you get 
person who comes in, right, and they shake your hand and they're not looking you in the eye, they're looking over your shoulder, like the next person to speak to, and you're like, hey, hey I'm here. Talk to me. Like, yeah. I'm listening. You never want to be that person. You never want to be that person who's always looking for the next thing. And whenever you be, whenever you're in physical uh, networking space, the more you listen, the better you're able to actually articulate what you have to offer because you're answering their question, right? Now, what Facebook groups do, and we'll, we'll we'll split a little bit between the three kind of main ways in which Facebook groups can be used. So whether you own one, whether you live in someone else's um, like village hall, or whether you kind of like curate stuff and you dip in and out. So there are kind of three main ways you can do. Um, and so when you're in that space, if you listen, people in the group you truly listen now the brilliant thing is it's all written down um generally speaking with posts so you can actually collate this information and there are neat tricks and things and tools you can use to extract that information if you really want to get technical um but what you can then do is, is you, you can create topics so this week 10 different people have asked about how do i get how do i leverage facebook groups well, now if I put a post out there that's really helpful and really informative about how to leverage Facebook groups, I know at least 10 people are going to be interested in that. Yeah. So you're listening twice as much as you're interacting. And in the early days, a lot of people just said, like, just post, 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 post. And then can you please post some more? Because if you don't post, no one's going to see it. And that idea of, quantity over quality is just redundant it is awful it's spammy it it just makes you feel rubbish like you know everyone has been in the facebook group with the person who just puts stuff and it's oh. like bait and switch yeah I, they're like yeah i remember when i first started my my business like june 2020 and i was told like go join 20 facebook groups and start posting so i did and i just basically, I turned off all the notifications. After a couple months, I turned off all the notifications on my Facebook because I got so tired of all of the notifications about so-and-so's posts. And they were all just sales pitches or, or like it was just, there was no actual discussion. And there's actually only a few groups I'm still like interacting with. Um, I was fortunate to get into this one group that just happened to be wonderful. They, what really worked was that the person had a regular coffee session that everyone was invited to and I made because I went to those I and we, it was just chatting and having coffee I made so many business connections there um uh, like I still uh, like I, I recently got a referral from someone who I met in that group two years ago and it's um and that's, that's community that's, yeah that's what we're talking about right what we're talking about is all those all those stall holders in the village square going, it's 11 a.m., it's coffee time. And going into the cafe and sitting there and going, God, it's been a really hard week this week. And you're just having those human conversations and you're listening, you're listening properly. We, the, the challenge across all social media, um, I know we're talking specifically about Facebook here, but it, it is applicable, is the superficiality of it. And the superficial nature of the relationships that we end up having, it, having. And so when we have deeper conversations, we start listening to people's problems, then we can really come up with a solution. So an example of this is 
Um, so I was everyone. So everyone knows that most okay, most Facebook groups, if they're worth their salt and they're reasonably sized, will have one post a week. Sometimes it's less than that, where you can put, put you know you can you can promote yourself. You can put your business out there. You can, and that's a really valuable thread, right? Now. Once you've niched down, you understand who your market is. You maybe you've got five or ten of these really super active groups. They can be a source of your leads week in, week out. But you've got to remember to you've got to remember and you've got to prep, right? What most people were doing, and this is me included, was I put it on a spreadsheet and forget about it. And so I went, "There's a solution here." So I I created a wrote a little bit of code that automatically populates those groups into your calendar each day each morning with a link so and it, it started really rustic it was like super rustic i was just like i've got a bunch of groups that i've been using i did those and then someone said to me well could you do it for like i i sell into my my perfect avatar are mums 25 to 35 like first time mums like yeah there are there are some awesome groups that we could do that with so then i built that I was able, and this is like a $7 or £7 a month subscription. So you just subscribe, you link your calendar, and every day you get this little little notification. It tells you what groups post it. But the reason that started was because I listened first. I'd have all these people say, oh, I never remember to do that. Like I'm all, I, I build a spreadsheet, but the spreadsheet's out of date. Or people would give them away as freebies. Like this is the, the top 100 mum groups to be in. But it was never updated and it was used like ad infinitum for the last three years. So they're out of date and they're not, used, you know, the days moved or something. And so I listened first and then built the solution around it. And if we do that within our businesses, because we, we are there to serve. Like as a business owner, if you think that you're the top dog, no way. Like you are there to serve. And if you serve your community well, they reward you by being advocates by paying you, by, um, you know, it's just the fact that money is an exchange of value that we in the Western world see as, as, as offering um, fair exchange, right? So I, they give me their seven pounds, I give them this, it's a fair exchange. Now, imagine being able to do that and have this fair exchange just happening because all you did was listen intently into those 10 groups. That's all you did. And if you find, sorry, so it's like, it's, it, it's a, when we're, when we're in other people's, when we're in other people's um, spaces, we've got to be really respectful. And what's the biggest thing you're taught as a kid to be respectful? Listen. Like, don't go, don't be the guy who's jumping in there going, oh, I know everything. Like, don't be that guy. Um, we, there are plenty of examples of those people out there. <laughs> Be that person who serves. Be that person who listens, then serves, because you will ultimately be the one who's respected the most. Yeah. That's excellent. Frame it that way. I think a lot of people feel that they need to go into these groups and post and post and post and post. And it's like you said, it's really knowing who your target audience is, is by listening and knowing what... Um, what they're looking for so 
it's really forcing yourself to take a, a step back and wanting to learn more. Now, um, that that that's that's it, right, Nicole? That's it. Wanting to learn mm-hmm. and okay. being flexible enough to change. So we we talk about marketing. What principally what marketing does is holds a mirror up. It says, "I hear you. This is what you're telling me, and this is the solution." In in nuts and bolts, right? That's what we do. So when we market to people, we go, "I hear that you." Um, you're really thirsty. I, I, I get it. You're super thirsty. And um, you want something that's refreshing and tasty and maybe gives you a little bit of a buzz. Here's Coca-Cola. That's what marketing does. It identifies a problem. It agitates a little bit. And then it provides a solution. Yeah. But how do you identify the problem if you don't listen? Yeah. And so, I think that's the um, thing often neglect market research and um face being inside a facebook group is just market research and people are doing the market research for you you just have to be there to watch it and that's the thing you know people <laughs> they, they make it so complicated so i i had a client and um i said they were in a really odd niche um and i said okay all i want to do is like go identify five facebook groups where these people hang out right let's go do that and then in the facebook group you could there's a search tool so they make it even easier for you right so i want you to search so you with your customer base what's a problem that's come up you told me put that in the search bar you put it in the search bar and you found 20 20 posts about that issue right great so let's take all of that in let's let's work out what the the key points of the problems are because they're all slightly nuanced, but there are key themes. Right. Now you're going to write a post that addresses each of those points, clearly defined, um, and you're going to post it. I don't want you to put any call to action. I don't want you to do anything. Just post it. And post it and do that for the five groups. There'll be slightly nuanced, so do it for those groups. And uh, two weeks later, you went, I've had 10 leads. And I went, you've had 10 leads from that one. From, he said, I had something like, he had 70 or 80 comments and he had 10 leads because he listened and he served. And the thing about Facebook being this big data platform means that you're, you're not worrying that every, it's only every 10th person that walks past is your, your avatar, your ideal. You know, they're all there. This is, so we, we, you know, the mums groups, they're all mums. They're all first-time mums between 25 and 35. Like, if you can't get it right in that in that fall, maybe it's time to up sticks. Because you're not having to, you know, we're not talking about billboards where we're like, you stick a billboard up and you're hoping that someone walks past and it's interested. You know that they're going to be interested. You listen to them, you reflect, you create a solution. That's how you build. That's how you build your reputation. That's how you build trust, which is what marketing is really about. Um, and so for me, being in other people's spaces and being really respectful and being really helpful and serving. I mean, I, I, I've had a, a, a DM today about two hours ago, which is exactly that. How can I work with you? 
based on something I did in someone else's group, like that's just because I I didn't pitch. Yeah, they came to you, and then they're already yeah sold by the time they come to you. Um, you're just deciding if you want them. And isn't that so? We talk about freedom, right? At the beginning of this, freedom to choose. Do I like to? Do I want to work with you? And do you know what? That transformed the way in which I ran my businesses. When I could say, do you know what? I don't want to work with you. And as a consultant, as as a coach, someone who works across a lot, you know, with lots of different businesses, the ability to go, I'm really sorry, we're just not a good fit transformational because that way like every every day I get up i'm only working with people i want to i'm not going oh, man, i've got to work with that client today because I, i'm chasing that money or whatever it is liberating yeah <laughs> um have my so, wheel just like i know you guys <laughs> now david you have a very interesting story about facebook groups and ferrets I Which do I would indeed. Love to share. I was part of that one. <laughs> yes, I, I. So okay, um, I'll start right at the beginning, and then I'll take because it kind of it would sound even weirder if I just jump into the Facebook group. So <laughs> when um, my, my uh, when we had my son, um, my eldest son, he had colic and reflux, and he wasn't able to sleep when he was, he was fed. He had to kind of like be vertical, otherwise he 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 would just vomit. And so um, my my ex-wife and I, um, we would take it in shifts of the evening. So you know, I'd, I, was, I, would, I would do the like 8 p.m. through 12 p.m. She'd get some sleep and I would walk up and down with our son. And I've always been, I've always been entrepreneurial. And I'm really, really bad. If someone says to me, bet you can't do that. It just, yeah, it just always, you know, riles <laughs> Okay, I'm going to see how I can. Call it stubborn Spaniard in me. Um, and so someone said, I bet you can't write a book about a subject you know nothing about. By Monday, publish it on Amazon and, and start selling. Like, I can do that. This is a Friday. So I walk up and down with, with my son, and I said, what am I going to do this? What am I going to write this book about? So it's like, right, I need a big niche. So pets, we're going to do pets. Pets are a huge niche. Can't do cats, can't do dogs. I need to find something that I can really focus in on. And I went on the US veterinary website, uh, which lists the amount approximately of certain uh, domesticated animals in the US. About halfway down was ferrets. Now you can train ferrets, you you know, they're um, they're treated very much like, you know, they have leashes and harnesses and they have little cages and they have runs and all these types of things. Like, huh, I'm gonna do ferrets. So I went on to, and this is again about leveraging, so we'll talk about a bit leveraging. Um, I went on to Fiverr, um, and I, I found someone who would do a bunch of research for me on how to train ferrets. I said, like, just get as much research as you can in 24 hours, collate it, deliver it. Now, they were, like, in the Philippines, so time-wise, that worked really well for me because I was, like, ahead of them. So when I woke up, it was ready. I got someone to do some book design covers. The next Saturday I woke up, I had all this, this stuff to read through, had the book covers ready to go. I did some editing, sent it back to someone else who could format it. Uh, we had the 3D book design done. 
by Sunday night, midnight, I was on Amazon, pressed the button, done. It was launched. And um, I started selling a bunch of these books, right? It was called The Ultimate Guide to Training Your Ferret. And um, I was like, wow, like people are buying a book. I was getting like, I had four and a half stars on Amazon, like, which was that tickled me i took i took screenshots of that and sent it to my friends like that made me that made me laugh more than everything else that ever followed it was just like this really cool like i have yeah this book that i produced is getting four and a half stars on amazon and so because i i do a lot on facebook and i was like i wonder so i set my facebook page and within a very short space of time we had lots and lots of people on the page and I went, it's got to be something here. So I decided to set up a Facebook group. Now, I used a strategy that I had worked with with a good friend of mine that we'd use elsewhere, whereby we would use memes to get lots of attention to the page that would then drive them into the group. So there was a real, there was a bit of a strategy behind it. And we were talking, when I say we're talking like 20,000 views on one post. 30,000, 50,000 views on a post. Uh, it worked really, really well. And so I drove lots of people into this Facebook group um, and then went, um, this is a family, is this, is this, is this, am I allowed to swear in this or not? I'm being very careful with my language. Um, so maybe don't I, swear. Went, I, I went, I went, shoot. Um, I don't know how, to, what am I going to do with like all these people? So I got some admins in, I got some moderators in, and we built this group that was all about supporting people with their ferrets. And we create this community and you learn so much, you learn how passionate people are. You learn that, you know, sometimes you say one thing and it just kicks off. Um, so I don't know if they do in, in Canada, but in the US Marshalls pet food thing is really big. And there's like a whole movement that hate Marshalls. And so someone, one of the one of the mods like posted like this Marshalls thing and he was like, that post blew up. We're talking like hundreds of people complaining that we would we how dare we promote something. So you learn all these things, right? Um, but what it did is now, now that group is now at six thousand. So we've got we've got a group of ferret lovers around the world, six thousand of them. And as we as we brought them in, we asked for their email address. So now we build an email list of six thousand people. So we split them out by country. Uh, there is a store, so we sell things on the online store, which is Shopify store, and we drive, I would say, at least 60% of our traffic comes from our Facebook groups, and they buy regularly from us. So this this free Facebook, this crazy little thing that I had an idea about generates income every month. And freedom, passive income, I don't do anything. There's a VA in the Philippines who deals with shipping and handling uh, and any issues with suppliers. The mods and the admins deal with the group. Um, it really is light work. It's not easy. It's, it, so I, I often say to people when they go, oh, yeah, but, you know, that, that you know, how you, you did that. And it's, it's simple, not easy. The principle is simple. The application means you've actually got to get, you've got to work. You know, you've got to get off your butt and work. But if you follow the principles, the simple principles, you can apply this to absolutely anything. Like if you if you're in a niche where like pets is is, is huge. But I was helping someone, they said, um, so again, going back to this uh, seven pounder, uh, seven dollar a month 
kind of subscription I said I was like they have a dog grooming business right so I said right we're not going to do dog grooming I want you to tell me exactly what it, how hard it is to cut a poodle because poodles are particularly difficult to groom <laughs> and so we built a little group it's not massive it's a little group but it's all about poodle care now anytime that she puts something in about a product that she's selling she's got 600 people who pretty much 10 percent on you know again across stats will buy so she knows that every time she puts a product 60 people are going to buy now if a profit margin is ten dollars on that six hundred dollars every time she's post out it becomes really straightforward. <laughs> and so when we say, well, you can increase revenue two ways, you can do more posts, so you can increase prices or something. And by making sure we get the data and we go back to why, why Facebook is so important as a data center, um, by taking people's emails, we've also got a, a route into them via email. We can then use that data so we can push it back into Facebook and tell Facebook, hey, I've got all these users. These are their email addresses, so this, therefore, these are their profiles. Can you go and find me some people like them? And Facebook just goes into its database and goes, well, yeah, they, they, they purchase this much, they, they do this, they shop here, they do that, they do the other. These people are just like, now show my ads to them. And it is such a powerful tool then. Because all we're doing is we're just adding fuel to that fire. We're intensifying the heat. And we can take it anywhere we want to then. Yeah. So there's those, those two things. On. Sorry, Nicole. No, I was just going to say, oh, like, no, Hannah. just the way that you think about Facebook groups and, um, and using Facebook, when you see it through that lens, mm -hmm. it's amazing that we get access to it for free. <laughs> you know? Well, well but no, we're not I mean, free, right? We're, free. And I'm happy. This, so this is why it went. So this is an interesting conversation because we talk about freedom. And so many people went, I'm not, I, well, I don't want to let my Mark Zuckerberg have all my data. And you're like, well, then pay for Facebook. I'm happy that, that the data that I give out there. And when, we, when they turned over the, the ads thing with Apple, like there were so many people going, oh, that's great. I don't want to see. So see ads that, that mean nothing to you now. Like go back to billboard days. Because I would much rather see an ad that's relevant to me is about things that I'm interested in than see something that has no relevance whatsoever. You know, and I don't understand how people can fundamentally not understand that. Like, they don't get that. I would, I'm happy to have the ads because I know they're targeted. Um, generally speaking, they're pretty accurate in my experience, you know, for the things that I look at. Um, I'd much rather see that than see an ad for like a product I'm never ever going to use. Yeah, it's um, it, I, I do understand how it can be a little bit. Um, it's funny when I'm researching stuff for clients and stuff, and then suddenly my YouTube ads are. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was, yeah. um, and it's it's funny when they get them wrong sometimes because I I was uh, we were writing something for someone who specializes in helping deprogram diet culture, so my Google searches were related to that, and then suddenly my YouTube is showing me like diet. But this is what incognito is for. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or, or Tor browser or anything else, right? So once you understand the ecosystem, then you get to play in it. Like understand the rules of the game. 
And I talk to clients a lot about this. Like, you don't have to like the way it's done. Understand the rules of the game. And whether that's your own Facebook group, whether that's how you fish in other people's ponds, so that's about the respect thing, whether it's about how you um, leverage particular groups or you or you leverage your time within those groups, whether it's about the tools you use. So, you know, there are lots of tools out there that you can you can collate data from. Now, Facebook doesn't like it, um, and you've got to be mindful. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't sit here and tell everyone to go do that. But there are tools you can use to, to speed that process up. And to, but the, the the single biggest problem that I see with service based businesses using Facebook is there is no strategy, nothing. It's like I have this this thing like like when I work with clients, go right, we're going from scattergun to sniper. Right, I don't want you posting. Like, you'll see them post, and like, it has no relevance. It's not building towards anything. Why are you doing it? Because oh, I, I, I've got to post. I've got to post at least once a day. You don't post rubbish. Like, you know, that does your reputation no good. Like, understand what you're posting and where you're posting it. And even if that means scaling back. And, and going, okay, I'm going to concentrate on these five. I, I've got my group. The goal for me over the next six months is to take that group from 100 people to 500 people. Brilliant. That's what we've got as our goal. I'm going to concentrate in these five groups where my ideal client hangs out. And I'm just going to serve. A couple of things. I'm going to make sure that my group is on my is on my home profile. I'm going to make sure that I, I, I give people... Because what, what happens when someone, so what you what tends to happen is if I'm in your Facebook group and I answer a question that's really comprehensive and you go, huh, that was good. What's the first thing you do? Look into that person. Yeah, go to that you look you, you click on that profile, right? And if, if my profile then says, this is where I hang out, what are you likely to do? Oh, that's interesting. I'm going to go there. And it's such a simple step process. That's like super, super simple. Just go, sit, listen, serve, give them a, a road to follow. Yeah. And if you do that, you'll start to filter people into your world, filter people into your environment. Then you can then take them because it's a different, once they're in your world, they play by your rules. You get to choose that. So you can have those questions. You get their email address. You give them their weekly um, newsletter by email use the facebook group in a way to know like and trust and and to really and to really get to know them deeply understand what drives them why are they there what do they want to do and you can act very differently in the place that you control which is your environment than you do out in the the other world okay you can be slightly more controversial you can you can Oftentimes, what you want to be doing is once they get into the group, they're still not quite. You haven't really like trimmed them right down. So we talk about deep niching or niching, as the Americans do, which bugs me because it's a French word. Um, um, which you Canadians understand? Yeah, we say yeah. niche. We say niche. I know. <laughs> so to all our American friends, I'm really sorry. It is niche. It's a French word. Love you for lots of things, but it's definitely a French word. Um, and so, like, go deep, and there'll still be a bunch of those people in your group 
who they may be in the they may be in the wider group of people who are in your kind of avatar, but it's much easier. It's always going to be easier to um, to sell services to people who are absolutely your perfect avatar. They they've got a journey, and you can use your email list to help them move that along that journey, but much easier. So when you get to six thousand people in a group like I've got, you can be pretty ruthless. So I gave that Marshall's example earlier. I can I can say right I'm gonna and I'm not gonna do this but this is a, this is an example. Say I've done a deal with Marshalls because I've got six thousand people and I can promote them. I can do a sponsorship deal. I can put a post up and saying, hey, if you don't like Marshalls, don't be in the group. Now I get rid of all those people, but I know all the people that are in there are gonna buy stuff from Marshalls. They're gonna buy stuff from me. Okay, so that's a really extreme example. But you also don't want you don't want vanilla. You don't want people who are there around the periphery because we already know that the algorithm doesn't show our posts to everyone. Yeah. So you don't want to minimize the chances of it being seen by the people you really need it to be seen by. So sometimes we've got to just cut the wheat from the chaff. Yeah. Less is more. Yeah. It's less is more. Like, be more specific and work smarter, not harder. And absolutely. So what you what you tend to find is you do this thing. So you build, 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 cult. Build, 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 build. That's great because you're, it's like the cream rising. You're only going to be, you're serving what you are meant to serve to the people you're meant to serve it to. And that's when this sense of, because going back to our, our community square, when you fill it with just the right people, it's never a sale because they, they, they love who you are, what you, what you do, and they see you serve. And so it's never a big sale then. Like, so like you, you, the example of the, the guy who contacted me earlier, I've not sold to him. He approached me, I sent him a price. He sent the contract back. Like there was no sale there because we are so aligned in what the way in which we're talking that it never becomes that horrible. Okay, so this is what I charge and this is what I'm done. It's just done. Everyone's made up their minds already. So yeah, yeah. I, I think, David, we could talk about this all day. It's such a fascinating... I could. So you, you better ask me some really specific questions. <laughs> well, what I would love is, what, what would be, if um, for our audience who maybe um, are a little newer to um, really leveraging Facebook, who, who are new, to, new to, the, to the concept of it being a database, what would be like, your key takeaway for them? For this episode. Okay. Right. So if you're brand new, turn your computer off, turn your phone off, get a piece of paper and a pen. Let's go old school. Get as specific as you possibly can on who your avatar is. And I know you guys will have hammered this in like over episode upon episode, but it really is the key, right? So know who that person is and know them inside out. Give them a name, give them an age, give them a gender. Give them like the whole thing, like what car they drive, where they live, who they live with. Understand that person fundamentally. Once you've done that, we can open our laptops. We can go to Facebook. Think about where this person lives. So what kind of things are you interested in? So for my, so for say one of the pet people that I've got in, in, in one of the clients. So where where are the people who love poodles going to be? They're going to be in poodle appreciation groups, right? So let's go and have a look at a couple of those groups. And 
then they may even niche down further. They may like they may be super interested in toy poodles or full size poodles. Let's niche down. Let's figure out where they are. Once you've got that, so where you've got your avatar really tightly linked in, and you've built maybe five groups that you can start to go in into. Now, this is before you build your own group. Don't go building your own group to start with because it's really super scary. And the worst thing you can have is this group with zero people in and you're like, oh my God, what am I going to put? Right? So what you're going to do is you research. So you're going to get these five groups. Now, let's say we're doing toy poodles. I'm going to go into those five groups and I am going to be the best listener I possibly can in those five groups. I'm going to use that search function. I'm going to look at problems. I'm going to, and most people will... Uh, for a question, it'll be a, a statement. It won't be a statement, it'll be a question. So go into the group and look at um, something like difficulty grooming or uh, won't take a bath or how do I do this? How, why, what? Look for questions. What's the best shampoo to use? What, you know, how do people, um, how do people wash them? How do people, you know, whatever it might be. Just go and start getting those and then write again, get your pen out. And start writing those questions down in themes. Okay? So get those themes out. Those themes are going to be the basis for all the posts that you're going to put out over the next four weeks. Okay? So now you've, what you've done is you've identified your avatar. You've figured out where they might live. You've worked out what their problem is. And now you're going to put your posts together to start to drive them somewhere. To give them some kind of sense of who you are. Okay? And then serve. Don't think about sales. Don't think about making a sale. Don't think about anything. Go and serve. If you do those things well, within four weeks, you will find there are people who start drifting to you. They'll start referring to you. Oh, what does what does Hannah think about this? Oh yeah, I remember Nicole wrote this great post about that. What I wonder what she thinks. They'll start tagging you in. And then by virtue of this, you become the expert. You're the go-to person. And that's how you start to drift them then into your own little community. So do those things. Does that help? Is that like... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a really uh, uh, strategic way of, of doing it, which is great for our listeners. Yeah. Don't waste your time. Don't be scatterguns. Let's be snipers. Yeah. I love that. Well, thank you so much for joining us um, for this episode, David. Before we go, how can our audience find you? Um, where can they get that amazing um, Facebook group subscription? <laughs> <laughs> so the best place to, uh, to find me in terms of like uh, the easiest place is to come onto Instagram. Um, now, this is a great thing because Instagram and Facebook are owned by the same people. So this is a really good place to be. Um, and once you start leveraging Facebook, you can then move on to Instagram. So, um, if you go, it's the underscore entrepreneurial underscore dad underscore UK, and you'll find me. Um, there's a link tree there which you can find all my resources, all the things that I put out there. I put lots of. Uh, you can join my mail list. There's loads of ways of interacting with me, um, and or you can join the Entrepreneur Dad uh, on Facebook too, and you can find me there. So they're the best places that I, the places I hang out the most. Great. We will leave links to that in the show notes. Yeah, of course. Cool. Um, and yeah, thank you so much for coming tonight. You're welcome. I'm really sorry it's got dark here. I'm about to go for a swim. So um, we're, uh, 
it's yeah, it's a little bit later here than it is the, in, in Canada. It's the transcontinental lifestyle. <laughs> but I love it, right? This this is this not the most amazing thing that we get to do this? Yeah. You know, completely aside from all the other stuff. I I feel absolutely privileged to be able to talk to you guys, to be able to do this across continents, to help people around the world to just create that freedom. Um and yeah, we should be very grateful to be able to do that. I think. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Thanks so much for joining us. And have a great You're welcome. swim. Yeah. Oh, I will do. I love it. I love swimming in the sea. And the sun's going down. It's going to be great. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for tuning in today. And we will see you um, next episode. Thanks for listening. If you're a fan of the Showing Up Solo podcast, you can show your support by liking, commenting, sharing, or leaving a review. Want to spend less time on your marketing and make better content? Head to showingupsolo.com to grab your free copy of our Full Circle Content Guide, the same time-saving method we use for creating our own content. Need more help getting your marketing in order? Learn how to build a marketing plan while working smarter, not harder. Our Setup for Success package gives you everything you need to create a marketing plan that is low maintenance, high impact, and perfect for generating consistent leads. Head to showingupsolo.com for more info. See you next episode.